and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a theme, except this month, because I'm covering the Prom Night movies. And here we have it, Prom Night 3. If I thought last week's movie was a ripoff of Nightmare on Elm Street, then I was wrong, because this one is one also... Also on this one, we have a teen sex comedy, and I use the words very loosely. Mary is no longer out for revenge, but out to get laid, even though this has the same writer-director and was written at the same time as part two, this feels off. Mary doesn't act like Mary but she acts like a sex-crazy ex-girlfriend with an unlikable male lead, and this trying to be a horror comedy, uh, she's down to this turkey, shall we? With its unknown budget, this thing pulled an unknown, although I'm guessing this is straight to tape. And note, I think I'm using the edited version, because I bought this on a four-pack DVD set years ago, but, and it's very bare bones, I mean, there's nothing on them, just trailers and that's it, and it claims it's cuts, because everything I look up at this thing said it's a cut, but it has all the gore nudity in it, so there we have it. Starring Tim Conlon, Courtney Taylor, Cynthia Preston, David Stratton, and Brock Simpson, directed by Ron Oliver. The plot, Mary Mae Maloney, the prom queen from hell, escapes hell and returns to her old high school, where she manipulates a Milston into doing her bidding. As bodies start to pile up, can Alex, the male student, stand up to the horn of she-devil, or is he going to go on one ride to hell? Find out here. Actually, one hell of a ride would be better. Eh, whatever. So the movie opens up on a dark and stormy night as fog rolls in over gravestones at a graveyard onto Mary Lou's gravestone, which I thought exploded at the end of part two. Well, I wonder that train of thought wanting to Bill, Vicky and Craig. Last time you saw them, they were heading to hell with Mary Lou in Bill's body, but moving the fuck right on. Cut to Hell's high school. Our teens are forced to dance forever on hot stones to terrible 50s music. And these teens look like straight out of bloody Robert Palmer's Addicted to Love music video. I mean, they've got the slick back hair, black hair rather. Um, they have the red lipstick and the pale faces. I mean, for crying out loud. We then see Mary Lou using a nail file to cut Hell's chains, which works, and she escapes Hell relatively easy. Her gravestone then explodes in a renewed shot from part two, and cut to her evil didding down the hallways of the Hamilton High School. This is a totally different bloody school, but moving the fuck right on. We see the night janitor mopping up while drinking it from his bottle of Jack Daniels, which he keeps in his mop bucket. That's disgusting. He then feels Mary Lou's spirit go through him as he hears noises in the basement, so off he goes to investigate it. In the basement boiler room, he sees Freddy. Oh, sorry, wrong franchise. Now he sees an old jukebox, which plays 50s music. Same 50s music that was in hell. As out of the shadows comes Mary Lou, played by Courtney Taylor, who I thought was a chick from Twin Peaks, but she isn't. She comes out, so she comes on to the janitor, who she knows from the 50s, okay then, she then shocks him, blowing up his pacemaker. I guess she's a real heartbreaker then. 
I have to say, Mary Lou's burnt face looks nothing which did in part two. In that, she looked like the demons from Demons. That 1980-odds um, Italian horror. Look it up. Quite good, actually. But in this one, she barely has it stuck on her face or on her neck. As you do that. Anyway, next day, we meet Ban Geek and our <coughs> hero, Alex, played by Tim Conlon. Uh, who has to be the most unlikable fucking person ever. He cheats on his girlfriend, kills his best friend, kills his bully, and covers up all of Mary Lou's kills. All because he's getting laid. In a crowd, listening to the school band Kill La Bamba, is Alex's girlfriend, Sarah, played by Cynthia Preston. She voices Princess Zelda in those 80s Saturday morning cartoons. She tries in vain to mouth I love you to him, but he's a fucking idiot and doesn't understand it. Once music stops, thankfully, we find out this assembly is to mark the, the reopening of the new gymnasium. So the events did happen three years earlier then. Is this 1987 or 1990? Moving on, the school dean, Mr. Weatherall, played by Roger Dunn, actually says, quote, by opening this new gymnasium, he hopes to put the ghosts of Hamilton High to rest. So, they're all about supernatural shits happening then. Okay, then. Also, dozens of people died not three years earlier. Why the f*** was Jury up in the school? Are you the Dean from Buffy? He cuts the ribbon, however. He cuts off his finger, so with blood spilled, the haunting can happen. As a ghostly wind fills the gymnasium, blowing around all the students. Okay, then. Moving on, because this movie just moves right on. In another gym, Alex is working out with his best friend, Shane, played by David Stratton. He's moaning and griping. He has to spend the summer studying to catch up. Because it seems our Alexy boy is not a very bright cookie. Um, and also, while I'm at it, this is a new year at school. Shouldn't the summer be over already? Uh, hold on a second here. Sarah wants Alex to spend all summer with her at her father's ranch, whereas Shane wants to go on a road trip all summer long all across America. Mmm, tough choice there. Cut to Alex going to see school guidance counsellor Miss Richards, played by Leslie Kelly. She chews him out as Alex is a lazy slacker and will amount to nothing as he's just an average everyday student. How charming is that? Mmm. It seems he's a solid C student and not an A student. He heads back to his locker to mope as until he finds a gift of a stethoscope. Seems a little Alexy boy wants to be a doctor. Sarah whines to Alex to pick her and not Shane. You know, I can understand why he cheated on her. She's nothing like a whiny, manipulative, fucking moody bitch. Moving on. Also, this seems to be their first anniversary, which she is pissed at he forgot. Hello, love. It's a high school romance. It will not last past prom. Cut to that night at a romantic candle dinner at... Sorry, of hot dogs at the local drive-in theatre. And who said romance is fucking dead? Alex opens up to Sarah about how he's so tired of being average. He wants to be someone. And he hates his boring, predictable, dull life. She gets pissy with him, telling him just to go to a road trip with Shane as she doesn't want him. The two then break up. Later, Alex runs to school to study for a biology exam the next day. And here, here he meets Mary Lou, who instantly hits on him. She was going to slash him with her Freddy nails, which kind of 
cool and grow out of her hands, but it goes nowhere. Until she sees how good looking he is, so she decides to see how average our little Alex is by having six him on the stairwell, as you do. <clears throat> Cut to the next morning, Alex wakes up completely naked and has to run around from the other students with only old glory to hide his averageness. The whole Alex running around naked, uh, wearing old glory as a toga to hide his um, glory is milked for a full minute and is totally unfucking funny I mean, uh, is this supposed to be the start of the comedy? Alex, now dressed, calls home and I swear to God, his parents sing like the adults in a fucking Chalaboom cartoon it's all stuff, I mean, ridiculous he bullshits them by saying he spent the night at Shane's he then runs off as Sarah stops him and hands him a bag of cookies she made because, quote, she don't get mad, she bake. Then the kiss and makeup, fickle high school romance. In a library, Shane and Alex look up Mary Lou in microfiche and here Alex finds out she's been dead for over 30 years. Cut to biology class because this is how this is edited. And it's the big test Alex did not study for. Alex then falls asleep as the classroom empties. Mary Lou comes out of the shadows and seduces Alex. She gives him a wet dream as she masturbates him under the desk. Okay then. Suddenly time is up and Alex hasn't wrote down a thing. Alex then runs off for football practice. Say what here? He's in the school band and school football team. How does that one work? He's crap at it as he gets hit from pillar to post. So school bully, Andrew, played by Dylan Neal, calls him a useless, utter twat and all about stands on his balls as he walks away from him. Mary takes over Alex's body, giving him supernatural strength and speed as he scores one touchdown. His team then celebrates and he's now a star quarterback. This doesn't sit well with school douche jock Andrew, who was going to kick Alex's ass in the locker room. Mary Lou calls him to get to the cafeteria to get his lunch from his mother. Again, comedy. In biology class, because this editing is fucking terrible, Mary Lou kills a biology teacher by shoving, by, sorry, by showing up dressed as an ice cream maid and then shoving two cones into his hands and she sticks a whisk through his head and starts to spin it around and it has a really gory effect. Okay, calm your fucking ass down, Nightmare Elm Street. Seems our little Mary Lou here has a habit of killing people in poetic justice ways. She then gives Alex an A plus for biology. I guess he does know his way around a woman's body then. Alex then walks in to get his grades and here he finds Mary Lou's handiwork. She seduces him again and gets him to hide the body. And how's he going to do that one? Alex is about £90 soaking wet and this building must be about good fucking £250-£300. Cue the comedy score, because of course it does, as Alex drags the ice cream covered biology teacher's body into a supply cupboard and then cleans up the blood and banana splits. Uh, comedy. Once done, Alex runs to his car. As in the back seat, Shane is waiting for him to tell him not to take life too seriously or he won't get out alive. He then tells him how he wants to die, i.e. on a white sofa with a white rug on his maid's day off. Okay, comedy, anybody? Alex is then jumped by his sister, Leah, 
played by London Juno, the second he returns home. It's a surprise party for Alex getting an A plus the fuck as that night. Alex drives Sarah home from the party and the car they break up yet again. God, she's fickle. Alex runs to the school to bury the Belgian teacher in the football field. While doing this, Mary Lou puts on a strip tease for him in the biology lab. So once Alex uh, finishes, up he goes to have sex with her on a slab that lights up once the <clears throat> doctor is in. Alex gets Mary Lou to promise not to kill anyone after they have sex because she's a demon and she will be able to be controlled that easily. Hmm. Next day, at a football match, Alex starts to panic after he trips over a builder teacher's hand so he stomps on it to make it go underground deeper because that's going to work. The second it rains, up it comes. How and Mary Lou has met him, as I said earlier, star quarterback. And with Mary Lou's supernatural help, he wins all the games. Alex is then pulled aside by Shane to tell him he's number one in the school honour roll. Miss Richards sees this and thinks Alex has somehow hacked the school computers. But before she can report this, Mary Lou grabs her into the home ec room to give her an acid peel from hell by tying her to a hairdresser's blow dryer and pouring bastard acid over her head. She then melts like stripe in gremlins. Meanwhile, class president, yes, you've guessed it, Andrew, holds court over the rest of the class as he discusses the prom, the first in three years. Um, something about save the prom, save the the um, rainforest, some shit like that. Moving on. Sarah, along with her new best friend, Leonard, played by Jeremy Ratchford, rejects. Uh, but she's shot down as it's 8 to 2, or 10 to 2, or the hell it is. Andrew then pulls out the class present card by moaning about how the school must let in anyone who wants to play football, as Alex will fuck up his perfect score and fuck up his college hopes. And for fuck's sake, America, football, wrestling, and basketball isn't the beyond end all. Try to get another way into college, you lazy fuck. Alex is then called by Mary Lou to home at room where she shows off her handiwork, i.e. Miss Richards. So Alex goes off on her until she kisses him and makes him bury the body in the football field. Okay, that's that easy to control, so I'm just kissing. In a hallway, Shane tells Alex Andrew has cut him from the team, but Alex doesn't give two fucks until Shane asks him what happened to his best friend. He went from geek to douchebag in about a week. Alex then storms off, also on straight into a very pissed off Sarah, who dumps him yet again. When the fuck did they two get back together? Driving home, Alex's dad is waiting for him in the driveway. He pulls him into a garage to give him a motorbike for being number one in school. And my god, this is a fat boy Harley Davidson. So nothing to be sniffed at then. Later, while fingering his sacks, Alex suddenly thinks he's James Dean from Revolut A Cause and is too, school, uh, too cool for school. Sneaking out, his dad stops him to warm off the hot chicks, saying they're nothing but trouble as they will rip out your heart, stomp on it, and shove it down your throat again. All while including a shotgun. Okay. Meanwhile, at Sarah's, she's so mad, she's baked about a dozen, actually dozens and dozens of cookies. i love to know what the hell she would do if she found out Alex is cheating on a horrible little screw, uh, she-devil. 
which do make a fucking 10 tier cake. So back to school. Andrew is killed by Mary, who drills him with a hard pass. The ball then turns onto a drill bit and he's screwed onto a goalpost. Alex tries to dump Mary Lou, so she has a hissy fit. It turns onto a supernatural storm and she just disappears in a flash of lightning. 80s effect lighting at that. What in the actual fuck? She's a demon from hell, but she's acting like a f Oh my god. Next day. Alex tries to make up with Sarah, but she's having none of it. Also, she says she's going to prom with Leonard. Ouch! Moving the fuck on, because Mary goes straight onto another scene. In Sex Ed, Mary Lou comes to Alex through a Sex Ed movie about safe sex. And wouldn't you know it, this thing was filmed in 1957. He goes apeshit and destroys the film. And it just cuts to outside. School, Alex is approached by two cops, Detective Myers, played by Robert Marloni, and Detective Kovacs, played by John Vallis. Uh, these two even have the Dragnet sting, as they question Alex about Andrew's whereabouts. Would anybody even know what the fuck Dragnet was in 1990? Uh, as Alex rides home on his hog, he is passed by a truck which has new topsoil for a football field. So he's fucked in. Meanwhile, Sarah and Leonard are at a diner having pizza, where he tells her he has planned their prom night down to a T. Every last minute and every last second is accounted for. So in his room, Alex looks up ways of getting rid of Mary Lou, using books on demons and ghosts, plus the good old-fashioned Bible. Alex returns to school, where he's attacked by zombie Andrew and the two teachers. But it's a nightmare! Leah wakes him up to tell him Shane is on the telephone. Okay. Cut to later that night as the football pitch is, or rather football field, is being dug up and all of Mary Lou's bodies have been found. Here's Brock Simpson's cameo as a rookie cop for those who give a shit. At Shane's house, Alex tells him everything about Mary Lou, the killings and where he hid the bodies. The two drunken got a plan to run for it to Mexico, but Alex falls asleep. So Mary Lou kills Shane by ripping out his heart while sitting on a white sofa on the white rug. And oh yeah, Mary Lou is now inside Leah's body for reasons. Alex hears the screams, so wakes up to see Mary Lou on the news telling all what happened. He rushes home after Mary Lou tells him he doesn't need family or friends. The cops head to Alex's house where they shoot the place up and arrest him. I love the fact that Alex is sitting on the stairwell, knocking back Diet Coke and stay awake pills, much like Nancy Thompson in fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Anyway, moving on. In jail, Mary Lou breaks him out after shocking two dumbass cops. Alex takes the cops' his gun, and it's months later for some reason. The school still has the prom. The fuck? Four people have died. Sarah's mom drags Sarah to the prom, and what the fuck is wrong with this city? Alex runs to the school to save Sarah at the prom. Next to die is Leonard for his terrible dancing moves. Even Crispin Glover would say too much. In fact, this guy looks like Crispin Glover from Back to the Future. While Sarah is in a toilet, Mary Lou kills Leonard by luring him into, I don't know, a video editing lounge, a computer, computer round. Uh, lounge rather, and wrapping up in film, hanging him from the ceiling. Wait a minute here, that's computer tape. Uh, wait a minute here, this is 1990, computer tapes? I think not. 
Uh, also, he's a geek, so therefore he dies by computer tape. Move aside, Freddy. There's a new dream killer on this loose. Uh, Sarah finds Leonard's body, so runs for it. As Mary Lou's give chase, Sarah runs because Mary Lou's turned into evil dead cam and starts chasing her down the corridors. Uh, this movie's a bit as original as a slap in the face, a wet kebab. Alex walks into the prom, shoots up the place, and walks Sarah, who stands on his stage, while under her feet a gateway to hell opens. Mary Lou rises up and takes Alex into hell with her, so Sarah jumps in last second to save him. She has to deal with Shane, Andrew and Leonard's pissed off zombies, and cue the line. It's not who you go with, but who's taking you home. Sarah easily gets away from the zombies, and she finds Christine in hell's high school uh, but of course she would because why else wouldn't you have fucking christine in hell also and here she finds a flamethrower which is homemade which she uses to roast the zombies and this one kills them okay meanwhile alex is crowned hell's prom king along with menelou as hell's prom queen she tries to crown him with a drill bit in the crown, but Sarah saves him after dealing with Hell's jukebox, which fires records at her. You can't us down, fucking Hell's a three. Too bad a record has cut the gas line and the flamethrower is now useless. So somehow, while being surrounded by zombies, Sarah pulls out a homemade bomb. Okay then, Mary Lou grabs her up on stage. Alex is then tied to a throne, well actually more like bolted to a throne. And he's completely useless as the bomb is sizzling away at his feet. Yes, it's actually sizzling, fucking Linton style. Sarah grabs it and sticks out Minnow's tits and then dives on Alex as the bomb explodes. With Minnow exploded, Alex is then unlocked from his throne. He and Sarah run to Christine with zombies chasing after them. They start up the car and run over Mary Lou. Are they back on Earth, right? Wrong! Mary Lou has trapped him in 1957. Hell! As credits roll. So, that was Prom Night 3, The Last Kiss. For a horror comedy, this is not funny nor scary. This feels like a cheap, third-rate, in Nightmare Street wannabe. I hated Alex. He's just a dumb, horny teenager. I hated Mary Lou. All she wanted to do was have sex. And she did not act like fucking Mary Lou in Prom Night 2. And while I'm at it... If she escaped hell, why the fuck would she go back down there just to run the place? I mean, how the hell did she become so powerful? She was just a Catholic schoolgirl, went bad. How she got all this demonic... Oh, moving on. Also, Sarah is wishy-washy, flippy-floppy. I mean, dump him or don't dump him. Oh, this movie. Plus, the effects are fucking cheap. And this is just lame. It's cheap, nasty, and overall dull. I'm going to give this thing a very generous 2 out of 10. Still, come back next week as I look at Prom Night 4, Deliver Us From Evil, and then the remake. So get to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's A Pod. And email me movie suggestions to Here's a Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other franchise podcast of House Resident Evil, Hellraiser, Omen, and a more. Also my solo podcast. Of the fog they live and many, many, many more. A uh, bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. You don't have to have some nice cookies. A uh, tatty bye. <laughs>